This is CliffCentral.com. It is Monday afternoon. The time is three o'clock South African time. My name is Rosie Modena and welcome to my show called Pan-African Connect, where I can connect with the most amazing, inspirational people from across the continent, whether we're talking about politics, music, art, crafts, hair, beauty, activism, anything that is powerful that is happening on our continent, I want to talk about it. Of course, I'm on Twitter. My my handle is PrincessRTM, uh, also on CliffCentral.com. We're also on Instagram and on Facebook. And this week, we're going to be going to Kenya and talking about, talking to two phenomenal women on the natural hair movement that's been happening and, and about their, their amazing website called Curly Kichana. But before we get into that, we have to listen to this. Welcome back to the show. Uh, my name is Rosie Mathena, a.k.a. the Afro-Yiddish Princess. This week... We're talking Curly Kichana. I'm just going to read you a brief about what 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 this is all about. And it's about embracing our natural hair movement in, 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 and, and the interesting experiences that come along with it. And on the line, I'm, I'm, I have uh, Nyachomba all the way from Kenya. How are you? To, to speak to you today. Thank you very much. Before we get into into the website and 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 what you're about, give give, give us a, the um um give give us a little bit of insight into into what you do and your background and where you live. Okay, well, uh, I'm a part time blogger, but I'm a full time environmental consultant. Wow. Okay. Uh, I've been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We started. Uh, the blog Curly Kichana uh, in 2010, mm-hmm. so quite a while ago, and and we started the blog basically to educate um, women in Kenya and on the continent about natural hair. Yeah, but the the way we did it was to try and share our experiences in dealing with our natural hair uh, in our everyday everyday today lives. As well as how how we encourage uh, Kenyan women yeah. to embrace their natural hair because the movement here has been slow in taking off but has taken off to extreme. I mean, it's doing amazing at the moment. Yeah. But we be- have before, so before many we, before we young get into women the, embrace. Before we get into the movement, uh-huh. let's take it back. I mean, um, you know. There's always the joke that, 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 that young black girls and African women, um, we spend half our lifetime yeah. sitting in hairdressers. So from an early age, yeah. what, what, what were the challenges? I mean, how, how did you carry your hair? Sorry, can I just get that again? I'm saying from, from an early age, as a black child, we're all, it's either going through the relaxing mode or we, 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 we sitting for hours on end having our hair braided. You know, there's always that joke that, that, that they say black girls always spend majority of their lifetime in, in hairdressers. So what were your challenges yeah. as a young kid? I mean, what, what did you do with your hair? Were you, did your, did your, did your parents plait it? Did you braid it? What, what was your, 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 your hair routines? Well, uh, for us, it was, for me personally, I spent a lot of time uh, under the blow dryer. I've never had a relaxer on my head, yeah. but I still did go trials and tribulations of having African hair yeah. by sitting under, I mean, under dryers and 
getting your edges burnt from blow drying, trying <laughs> yeah. to mimic very straight hair. Mm. So I remember going this to is the salon bawling my eyes out because the hairdresser had probably made the the blow dryer too hot and yeah. it, it straightened my hair and, and burnt my, the edge of my ears or my scalp. And I also remember sitting for hours trying to get really thin braids sitting for almost 12 hours at a go <laughs> yeah. to, to get really, really thin braids that look, they apparently at that time looked really, really good in my opinion. Yeah. That was, those were challenges that I think every African woman can, can relate to at some point in their life. Yeah. So that, that was the biggest challenge for me. And did you ever, did you ever wear a weave at some point? Because I mean, there's a big difference between braids and, and actually having the hair sewn into your head. Yes, I have worn a weave. I've worn it once, mm-hmm. and it was a it was an interesting experience trying to try my hair in a different way. And I even got a weave with a fringe, a big fringe at the front. Yeah, and that was exciting. But of course, as an African woman, you know how you pat your hair at the top of your head because you're trying to scratch your scalp, but with a weave you really can't. Yeah, <laughs> so you got you got to you got to bang really, it down. That was a really <laughs> Yeah, you've got to pat it down because I'll try and get a little stick and get in there and really and really itch out that that spot. But um, I, I have done weaves. I mean, I, I don't knock them at all, but it's it's good to experiment, I guess. Yeah. And um, and then when was the first time that you decided actually to decide that well, I'm going to go the natural route? Uh. I I decided after I I went to the school I went to school in England so at the time that I went to school I had uh, locks I had dreadlocks on mm-hmm. and at some point I just got tired of having dreadlocks having to style them the same way and I at the time not many people had come up with all these beautiful updos that uh, dreadlocked women are doing at the moment mm-hmm. so I just got tired and I just uh, slowly cut them off and then when I cut them off I was, I. I didn't know what to do with my hair mm. and it was growing out and I was, I was a bit confused. Like, what do I do? It's too short to blow dry and it's, it needs to be managed. So yeah. I just started reading up about um, natural hair uh, from a few blogs such as Kaliniki in, in, in America. Mm-hmm. And since, and then I came back home to Kenya and just decided, you know what? I've, I've gotten my information from all these blogs I know the products to use. I got Mary involved in as well, and I roped her into the to what I wanted to do with the natural hair blog. Yeah, and we started the blog in January 2010, and started off just sharing how our regimens were, mm-hmm. what what products we were using, what techniques and tips we were using, and it just grew from there. And it's become absolutely amazing since. Mm. And in, in, in terms of the response, because, I mean, if you look at the media and you look at what society, how they, you know, because, I mean, I wore a weave for about 11 years. And when I took off my weave and decided to go the natural route, I got a lot of criticism from people because of this perception that, well, a black woman can only be beautiful if she's got this long, long straight hair. Um, what were the challenges yes. and perceptions that came your way? Um, when, when, first of all, when you took off your dreads and then when, when you decided the natural route? Well, the perceptions, I think, uh, across Africa are pretty much the same. Yeah. And more so in Kenya. We, when we first started off, you, 
you know, natural hair sometimes cannot be as perfect as like straight hair or a weave. I mean, it'll always have those bits that are a little bit frizzier than than others. And everyone Mm. thinks that either you're trying to rebel (laughs) or you're this bohemian earth mother who wants to (laughs) embrace her naturalness. So everyone thinks you're trying to be like Erica Badu or something. Yeah. Or or, 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 you, or you're going through a major like change in your life because people were like, are you okay? Are you hitting exactly. a depression? I mean, what is... <laughs> exactly. It's, it's really interesting. And the older generation uh, especially do not like... They're not open to the idea of natural hair. They want you to have straight hair and you pin it away or put it in a ponytail. Look mm. very smart. And it's the same uh, across the corporate environment as yeah. well. We always... Women, uh, not so much now, but before, it was it was not accepted at all, to be honest. You were seen as a rebel. Even if you had dreadlocks, you were seen as a rebel or you were trying to prove a point. Yeah. Or, it was or, never seen as just... Yes? No, I'm saying, or you were told that you're unfeminine. So, um, you know, and then suddenly your sexuality yes. is then questioned. Yes. So it's it's perceptions that have taken some time to change, but... They are changing. Um, people are uh, people are more accepting of natural hair. And just recently, we actually had uh, one of our uh, television presenters, news presenters on one of the local channels, actually come out in natural hair, which is completely frowned upon. Oh wow! So I think we're making great strides. Yeah. And then, okay, let's let's talk about a bit a bit a bit about your blog. Um, I see you also very very yeah. in um interested in you and 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 you blog and you write a lot about exercise and and also exercise with 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 using natural hair. Let's let's tap into that. Okay. Well, uh, one of the things about the blogs it was it was also a chance for us to chat about things we are passionate about, including yeah. exercise and. And having fun as an African girl. But we think exercise is, is very important mm. because healthy hair, healthy mind, healthy spirit is basically what everyone should be striving for. Yeah. And to be honest, exercise actually affects how healthy your hair is and how healthy the rest of your body is, yeah. how healthy your nails are. So one of the things we also tried to encourage through the blog um, through various challenges and, and through certain posts is just to get ladies moving, get ladies exercising, get ladies loving their body because exercise is also part of loving your body. If you love your body, you're going to try and treat it mm. as well as possible and participating in some form of exercise one way or another, whether it's a fitness video in the house or running laps around the neighborhood yeah. or or even doing yoga is is part of loving yourself and appreciating yourself. So mm. that was really important to us as well. And um, and, and and I'm just looking at your website now, and you you've got a lot of different traits that you can use and different things that you can do to look after your hair. And one thing that I found was very very yeah. interesting is it's a cup of bentonite clay. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> well. Um, I just discovered it the other day, to be honest. Yeah. And there's a lady who does, who has a, an amazing product line where she makes uh, handmade soaps and she also has gotten bentonite clay from the region. Mm-hmm. So she sources her clay 
from various parts of the country and has approved by the Bureau of Standards and it's high quality product. Yeah. So apparently clay has the ability to take out toxins and to cleanse wounds, um, cleanse people eat it to cleanse some wow. of the toxins that you may find in your body. Uh, apparently some communities in northern Kenya also use it to brush their teeth. Oh, wow. And there's been a, a rise in, in, uh, in natural hair ladies using it to clean their hair. So I tried to use it um, just to see how it works. And it's, it works amazing. It, <laughs> and you can also use it as a face mask. So you just apply it in your hair yeah. for about 30 minutes and it really dries up into like a face mask, basically. Yeah. And it's, it works and it's been proven to work without drying out your hair too much, which shampoo normally does. Yeah. So um, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's something that's local. You can pick it up from most stores and it's, we, we are really proud of supporting local products. Yeah. So it, it fits in the bill of, of supporting local. So we're enjoying using it at the moment. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick music break, and then after that, hopefully Mary will be able to sign in. Just give us two seconds. Okay, okay. Welcome back to the show. Of course, uh, this week we, we've headed to, to Kenya and, and on the line uh, through our Skype call, we have Nyachomba, who's um, part of, of, of the duo who um, created a website and I suppose a movement that you would call Curly Kichana. What, what, uh, Nyachomba, what is Curly Kichana? Where does that come from? Uh, the name Curly Kichana was something that we deliberated over um, a few bottles of wine, but we <laughs> curly just is <laughs> picking up uh, the curliness of hair, but just putting a K in. Yeah. Kichana in Swahili means uh, a comb. Oh, wow. Okay. So we thought um, a curly Kichana. So we, we put the two words together and it seemed to uh, roll off the tongue. Okay. And everyone's, everyone we suggested it to seem to be really pleased with it. Yeah. So it's stuck since, but Kichana is a comb in, in Swahili. Okay, okay. I understand that. It's also, yeah. Yeah, it also plays in the word of the kinky and everything else. So that's really cool. But let's, let's, let's talk about, yeah. um, in terms of the movement of the, of, of natural hair. And, you know, it's really, really exciting that, that women are, are finally understanding their true beauty and, and, and what they res- represent. Um, what do you, in your opinion, is 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 pre- perhaps a way forward to educate young girls about not just about education, but also just about believing in your inner beauty that you don't have to have long hair in order to feel magnificent? Um, I think there's a lot more to be done, especially with the younger generation. Yeah, I know uh, ladies around our age, um, which is thirty and below, mm. are, are quite convinced about having short hair or or long natural hair and being happy with that. But I think it's the younger generation, the twenty somethings and under, yeah. who are still not yet convinced. And and basically that the the only way to convince them at the moment is seeing local celebrities yeah. with short hair. And I know uh South Africa has an amazing um 
spectrum of celebrities with short hair and and i think it's more acceptable here yeah there but here it's it's seeing more celebrities having their natural hair out or having short hair and not really wanting to have weaves to feel like they're more of a woman or they're more glamorous mm. with a weave yeah until that changes here and that's still the case here most celebrities have long weaves and long brazilian hair weaves and and because the only way to reach young people is to go through the celebrities at the moment yeah. with all the instagrams and the twitters and all of that mm. And so, and then because uh, you you mentioned something more... interesting earlier on is that you know it's often frowned upon yeah. by the older generation, you know um how yeah. how have you been how has it been received by them um with 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 what you're doing? Um, the older generation I think are warming up to to, to having um nat- natural hair, and I think I've seen a huge shift mm. in people my mother's age and, and older who, and even a lot of our Kenyan politicians wife, like the first lady and all of that, yeah. all of them have short natural hair. And it seems like they just can't be bothered to deal with relaxed <laughs> hair or to go do their braids. Yeah. So a lot of our mothers and their friends are all having short hair. And I think now that has also influenced how they think about natural hair because, um, all of them are wearing their hair natural at the moment. It's just that they may not take as good care of it as some of the natural haired women. They just jump in the shower, possibly put some oil on and dash out. But yeah. we are there deep conditioning, not shampooing as often, trying to keep as much moisture as possible. Yeah. So that, that whole not wanting to deal with the salon is making them more accepting of natural hair, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You speak a lot about, yeah. about and, and this is something that I've also had to, to rediscover because when you put your hair under a weave, you don't really moisturize your scalp as much as you should. But because you're not seeing it on a day-to-day basis, yeah. you think everything's fine. Um, give us a quick guide, if you can, yeah. on if, if it's your first time, I suppose, going natural. Um, and and what, what, what type of products should we be using on our hair? Sorry, I didn't get that. Last I'm saying, uh, what what type of products should we be should we be using on our hair in order to keep it moisturized and soft? Well, yeah, well, yeah. One of the biggest issues is ladies saying, "Oh, my hair is hard. My hair is too hard. I can't deal with it. It's too hard. I can't get a comb through it." But basically, the the simplest uh, product to make your hair soft is mm. just plain water. So. I always um, encourage ladies to keep keep it as simple as possible. If you complicate it, it just makes it more difficult. So if you just have a, a bottle of water, a, a spray bottle of water, and just spray your hair with just plain water and then put some oil on top, mm-hmm. it actually keeps the moisture on longer. Oh, wow. So just using plain water, and then, you know, once you seal the hair with an oil, it's it takes a much longer time for the water to ev- the, the moisture to evaporate from your hair so your hair retains the moisture longer and keeps it softer so if you do this either every morning or every evening your hair is guaranteed to be softer yeah. so so i think that the most simple is just have a simple uh, leave-in conditioner or or plain water or even rose water yeah. and just spray your hair Every morning before you leave to go to to wherever it is you're going or every evening before you go to bed. And it'll keep your hair a lot more softer. 
and you'll be able to appreciate that. You know what? It's not that hard as as I've always thought it was. It's yeah. actually pretty soft, and it actually can be managed easily. Yeah. And and what type of yeah. uh, utensil should we be using? I mean, in terms of you know, obviously we're not going to be using brushes because of because of the the richness and 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 the coarseness of our hair. But what type of uh, of combs and 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 instruments should we be using in our hair? Uh, basically, um, I only use two uh, instruments, mm. if you can call them that. I use a white tooth comb. And and a, a a sort of brush that has plastic bristles, yeah, and it's widely spaced. So that's the only; those are the only two tools I use. Yeah, and the reason for that is, as you, most ladies are used to combing their hair when it's dry, and as you comb your hair when it's dry, it just keeps breaking and breaking and breaking. So I only use those two. Uh, instruments when my hair is soaking wet in conditioner mm-hmm. and it allows me to detangle each section and have my hair completely tangle free yeah. and I only do this once a week or once every two weeks depending on how dirty my hair is yeah. and it allows you to to reduce the breakage that you experience when you comb your hair dry mm-hmm. and it allows you to, to retain length Right. so those okay. are the and, and a white tooth comb can be used to part your hair in different sections, while but also can be used to detangle your hair. So keep it simple. Keep only a brush, a white tooth brush, like with plastic bristles, and a white tooth comb. Just that. Yeah, perfect. So, Mary, before we go, because for some reason we couldn't get, um, I'm not sorry, Mary, Nachomba, before we go, um, we couldn't get Mary on this, on the same line. So we're going to call her in after yeah, the break. Sure. But, um, as we conclude okay. with you, what, what message do you have for, for young girls out there who are struggling with, 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 with their perception of beauty, whether it's they feel that they're too dark because society says that dark women aren't pretty or their hair is too yeah. short or their hair is too long. What, what, what words of advice could you give them? I th- I think for me the most important message is to love yourself in the most original form that you came into this planet with. So that means if your hair is a bit kinky, a bit coily, just learn how to manage it and uh, use different products and use different techniques to make sure that you're making the most out of your hair. And it comes, it's the same way if you're born with big thighs, there's nothing you can do about it. Learn mm. to live with them. Learn to make <laughs> them look good. Yeah. If you're born yeah. with, um, I mean, it's just a, about appreciating the state that you're in and mm. making the most of the features that you have. And once you learn to, to appreciate that, then I think there's nothing that can knock you down, nothing that can knock your co- confidence. Yeah. It just gives you that self-love that allows you to to be more confident in everything that you do. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and also thank you for blogging thank about you, this and, and talking about this. You know, it's, it took me a while to, 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 to come to terms with, 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 with my beauty and, and being proud of what I have. And I can honestly say it's just yeah. like I've never looked back. And to see that women from across the continent are feeling the same way and we're talking about it. So I salute the two of you. I really, yes. really do. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you so, so much. And have a lovely evening. It was absolutely fantastic to talk to you. And I hope we can keep in touch. Definitely, definitely will. And I'll continue to follow your blog. Okay. okay. All right. Take thank care. you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.
That was Nyachomba all the way from Kenya, who's part of the duo um, Curly Kichana. And, of course, you can check it out on curlykichana.com. We're going to take a quick ad break, and then we'll have another bit of music. And hopefully we can connect to, to the other part of the duo, which is Mary. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. My name is Rosie Modena, a.k.a. the Afro-Yiddish Princess. Welcome to my show called Pan-African Connect. And on the line, uh, we have the other part of the duo from Curly Kichana, all the way from Kenya. And we have Mary Magoy. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having for having me. It's quite exciting. <laughs> yeah, we just spoke to, to, to Nia Chomba earlier on um, about, you know, and I found, how I found you guys was, I think it was an Instagram or a tweet and uh-huh. and um, I was sitting with a bunch of girls and we've been talking about, you know, how we've been through the whole, the rigmarole of our braids, of our weaves, although I've never really worn braids, but a lot of my friends have. Mm-hmm. And how we're in our 40s so comfortable with the fact that we're using our natural hair. And then suddenly we saw this tweet and it was like, oh, my goodness, girl, these young girls are also on the same movement, you know, <laughs> because one of the the funny things is and 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 growing up, we hated it. But. You know, it's either your mother taking you to the hairdresser and, and you going through the relaxer or you going through mm-hmm. the braids and spending hours yes. on end when you want to go mm-hmm. play with your friends. Um, what was your hair journey like before you, you realized that you don't need to put any of that nonsense on your head anymore? Um, well, similar to Nyashomba, mm. I've been natural my whole life. Yeah. And I'm the last of many sisters, so I had many hands touching my hair, braiding it, doing the cornrows. It was yeah. never really an issue. Yeah. So I had a natural upbringing, but I always wanted to have the straight, sleek hair that my friends in school had. Yeah. But they wouldn't let me. And actually, I thank them for that. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what, what in your perception, I mean, um, you know, it's changing over the years. And, and one mm-hmm. of the things that I noticed, and the minute I cut my hair, I got a lot of criticism from people saying, well, you know, you used to be so beautiful with the long hair and so forth. How, do we, how are we going to change that, that perception of what, what African beauty, and especially female African beauty, is all about? I think it begins with owning the term uh, African beauty. We don't, well, I don't feel like we own it just yet. We mm. still borrow from a Western ideal of what beauty is. And I think we need to start defining what beauty is to uh, what beauty means for us. Yeah. And to be honest, it's already there. When you look at our mothers and our mothers' mothers, and what they defined as beauty was not necessarily what we see on the television. Yeah. And so we just need to go back and start adapting some of these ideals, and and we realize it's a form of self um, acceptance, really. Yeah. Yeah. And that comes a lot more. That comes realization of what real beauty is, and it's not all superficial. Mm. A lot of it's mental and emotional. Yeah, that's very true. And I true. Could see a lot more beauty with it in our natural selves. Yeah. yeah. And and um, for somebody who's who who who's for the first time wanting to to go the natural route, what what bit of advice would you give them in terms of how to treat the hair, what to use, and so forth? What products? What utensils? And so forth. Well, for them, I'd always say less is more. Mm. When we go natural, we tend to go overboard. Yeah. We kind of cling on to products thinking that products will help our hair look, you know, less curly. Yeah. Or bouncier. Again, reflecting something we've seen on TV or on another girl's hair. Yeah. So less is the vitals are moisture, 
and moisture retention. So that's like your everyday water, what is quite good, mm-hmm. or moisture conditioner, sorry, and a natural oil to seal in the moisture. So yeah. those are the basics. When you start with the basics, you'll start to see your hair reacting differently. Yeah. And you'll start to see that um, the, the little things that you do go a long way. Yeah. So that's yeah. basically what I like to start by telling them. And in terms of your blogging, um, you know, you I've seen that you you guys are really touching on 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 the exercise and and um, obviously apart from the hair. But what do you yeah. what do you enjoy talking about? What are the discussions that you think that as young black women we should be having? Oh my gosh, what don't we talk about? But <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, we like to talk about what we feel other girls are going through. Yeah. We're vain. <laughs> we like to. We like to you know, buy shoes. Yeah. We like to talk about boys. It's it's all there. But again, it's what as we grow older, we're actually in our thirties now, we're, we've just entered the thirties realm. Mm-hmm. Our conversation will change. Yeah. And you realize you'll start thinking about um things as a more mature person, family and and you know, things that matter to us spiritually even. Yeah. It's been a journey because we've been blogging since twenty ten. Yeah. And as I mentioned earlier, we blogged about everything. Going for silly dates, going raving <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> yeah. And the, the ethos is about natural hair and natural beauty. Yeah. Yeah. And um, just before we close off, uh, for young girls out there, what, what advice would you give them about finding their beauty and, and, and about their hair in general? I'll start with the first one. When it comes to uh, finding their beauty, mm. I think presentation is very important. And Yashomba and I are always online and we're always on black blogs or black groups online, forums and such. Yeah. And you start to to like-minded people and you start seeing many pictures depicting different types of black beauty yeah and you see when you go through this you'll see someone who looks just like you and people are saying this girl is beautiful yeah so you start to think in your own mind like oh she looks just like me well i think so anyway yeah so that must be beautiful it's, it's a bit unfortunate we have to go through such lens but when we see pictures of other beautiful black women in the media online on magazines when you read about them it boosts our self-esteem yeah and when we see natural women even more so it's amazing when we started blogging a few years back natural hair was a taboo but now in, in Nairobi, especially, it's really picking up and becoming an everyday thing. Oh, good. Now, on natural hair, young girls, um, avoid overprotecting with regards to weaves and braiding. Because yeah. one thing I, would, I did a lot less of is overly braiding. Because um, it, thin, it thins the hair. It can come back if you take care of it or if you braid correctly. But enjoy your hair. Don't hide it all the time. Enjoy it. Experiment. Color it. Cut it. It'll grow back. Experiment. Have fun with your natural hair. Yeah. And it's not that it'll grow back. <laughs> so <laughs> I like to tell young ladies to just explore, find what works for them. Some people are natural but like to keep it short. Mm. Others are natural and like to grow it long. It's different for everyone. So go out there to see what works for you. Do not subscribe to someone else's hair. We're all different. We're all beautiful. Find out what works for you. And celebrate it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. And, and if people want to get hold of you, what is your, your Twitter handle? I mean, um, I will definitely put up the, the, the website onto my Facebook page. But what is your, your, your Twitter handle? If, and, and also just maybe connect people to, to, to some of the other blogs or websites that, that, that you get your inspiration from. Okay, cool. So you can always find us at Curly Kichana. Mm-hmm. That's U-R-L-Y-K-I-C-H-A-N-A, Curly yeah. Kichana. Uh, that's across Instagram, Twitter, and the blog is curlykichana.com. Mm-hmm. And um, we subscribe to, oh gosh, quite a number of blogs. As I mentioned, we're constantly yeah. online. 
But I'll, maybe I can loop them into your Facebook sometime soon if that's absolutely, okay. Absolutely, absolutely. And just, oh. you know, keep on, you know, as I said to Nachambo earlier on, I was like, you mm-hmm. keep on, keep on talking because, you know, it was, it was interesting that I was having the same discussion about inner beauty and natural hair with my girlfriends here in South Africa, oh. you know, with a bunch of women in our 40s. And then we came across your tweet and we were like, wow, okay, so the movement is real. So I really. So, yeah. so I really, really appreciate the fact that, that, that you're out there talking about it. And I know it's difficult, especially being in, 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 uh, in Africa where there's so many perceptions and, and as women, we put into so many certain boxes. And the minute you stepped out, you kind of like condemned and you, you, you told that you're disrespectful and all of these different things. But, yeah. um, I really salute you for, for, for shining that beacon on, on what a true African beauty is all about. Oh, thank you. And, and thanks for having us. It's been a pleasure. And we're all, we're all in this in Africa, we're all here doing the same thing, yeah. having the same struggles as women. And I appreciate that we're able to connect in this level and speak to other African women out there. It's really, it's really exciting. So congratulations on what you're doing. Thank and, you. Yeah, and we'll, de- we'll definitely stay in touch. Thank you so much. Exactly. All right. Thank you so much. Take Have care. a lovely day. You too. I'll talk- okay. Bye. That was Mary all the way from Kenya. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're just going to listen to a quick song and then I want to read you something off their blog, which I think is incredibly powerful. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. My name is Rosie Mutena, a.k.a. the Afro-Yiddish Princess. And this week we took it to Kenya talking to Mary and Nyachomba, um, who started this blog called Curly Kichana. And basically it's a, it's a movement um, about women embracing their natural beauty. Uh, they blog about a lot of different things, about inner beauty, about exercise, all sorts. And I thought I'm going to read you an, in, an insert from one of their blogs because... One of the things that I noticed, and, I, and I've mentioned it a number of times in this interview, is that there was a lot of criticism that I got when I took off my weave, and a lot of criticism from women when they want to go the natural route. And ironically, a more, I would say about 80% of the criticism came from men, um, particularly black men, um, about, well, if you don't have money, let me pay for your weave, or why did you cut it off? You used to be so beautiful and all of that. So... I want to read you something which is part of their blog, which is um, they basically put out questions to men about what, what, what their perception of a weave is. And it goes like this. Black women have embraced weaves and hair extensions of all kinds, from sewn-in to long braids. In Kenya, braids can be spotted on every fifth woman on the street. Why do people put on fake hair? Is it for the ease? To look good? To not have to bother to do your hair every morning? to make yourself feel more beautiful or desirable. I don't think anyone can answer any of these questions. I took, I took to ask, asking you a few of my male friends and relatives on their thoughts on what the weave is. And by weave, I mean sewn in where, where fake is, is sewn in onto your hair to give the illusion of having this long, luscious locks. I do appreciate in all manners of, of, of ways and, and having brothers having um, let me try that again. I do appreciate men in all manner of ways and having brothers have made me very conscious of, of, of what men think of women and of course also me. The questions I put forward to the male peers were 
My dear cousin said, never ever will I take a dendai, and that's a woman with a weave. I like the natural look. Weaves are a crime against humanity. Yuck, double yuck. Her little brother said, it's like a man putting a cucumber in his boxes, and the weaves are buying in, and the weaves are buying into into what other people think is beautiful. Another answer was, I don't like them at all. Um, I prefer the real hair, and 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 I don't like any of that. So it's quite interesting that that um, there's different perceptions of of what people think beauty is, and 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 how people should be perceived. It. So I'll be very interested to know um, what your views are. Hit me up on 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 Twitter, on Princess RTM, and of course on Facebook. And I'd like to hear from men and women, black, white, coloured. Purple, uh, pink, blue, yellow, whatever color you are, wherever you are around the world, what is your perception of what black beauty is, and what is your perception of 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 um, women putting things on top of their hair, and whether it's absolutely necessary? Before we end of the show, I want you to listen to this YouTube link, which is, I think, it's quite apt for 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 what we've been talking about. But thank you so much for listening to the show this week. Catch me next time, same place, three p.m. South African time, and if you have any. Any commitments or any, any comments, any, any suggestions and so forth, you can always email me, rosie at rosiemotena.biz or of course on my different social networking sites. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram under Rosie Motena and of course on Twitter under Princess RTM. Enjoy and see you next week. This is cliffcentral.com.